My name is Jake McLean. And I'm Max Eisner. And you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. there friends welcome back to the life leadership and laughs podcast today's episode sponsored by liquid death also sponsored by hold on wait for it wiseacre murder your thirst <laughs> um a brewed brewed by the good folks at wiseacre brewing out of nashville tennessee fun So welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Oh gosh, I splattered. Uh, Actually, no, if you're listening, I did not splatter. Edit for Alyssa. Edit for Alyssa. I did not (laughs) splatter all over our beautifully painted walls. Jake's got COVID. All right, let's talk about it. (laughs) Breaking news here out of the LLL podcast. Uh, I, I did I did recently get tested for COVID. Hell yeah! Now, when they touched your brain, what was it like? <laughs> you know, it was kind of like reliving all of the shitty memories I wanted to leave in the back of my brain. I get that. It's just kind of just a, a tickle tickle. Um, I think oh, I it, like. It actually wasn't that bad. Really. Um. Because I watched a lot of YouTube videos before my test. Yeah. Just to see what other people's reactions were. I don't know if you've... Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. No, they were just very dramatic. And um, I didn't think it was that bad. I had to brace myself, though. Did you have any tears at all? Um, Afterwards, I did. Oh, I bet. Um. She was like, she didn't even give me a one, two, three. She was like, all right, here you go. Boom. And then uh, twist, 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 twist for what felt like an eternity. And then she was like, all right, other nostril. Boom. Twist, 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 twist. I was like. <laughs> for viewers at home, my mouth is wide open. Um, honestly, I feel like if you can do that, you can get a tattoo. Well, hey, then. Uh, let's, let's design it and let's get it started. Hey, next time you're down in Tennessee, I got a place. Hell yeah. Well, we're definitely throwing up some T's and P's to make sure that you are, uh, not, not positive. COVID free. Yeah. You know, it all started cause I got really, yeah, we'll edit that out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it all started. It all started. Oh my goodness. It's a cheese stick from Andrea's. Andrea's? Who's Andrea? <clears throat> Only the best diner in Alpha, Illinois. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> I would love to just come and work in Alpha, Illinois and make a Power Rangers themed like restaurant, make like the second Angel Grove, like for the five people that live there, like I hope I can get some business, <laughs> but like, man, that would be dope. No, it's a, it's a cool little town, a uh, cool little village. Um, they have a great coffee shop called Element. I, I think you would, say. I think you would really dig it. 
Yeah, they also got don't they have like uh like you can gamble there too? Or is that different I thought Marnie was telling of us about a place that you could gamble and get a drink. Mm. That's in uh Abingdon Avon area. Uh Avon. Avon Alpha. You know, one's a Hey, one's a robot, one's an LM. Or Evian, which is a, a water. So uh yeah. COVID test, second week in classes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. <clears throat> Just out here. I get yeah. to work remotely from home. Okay. I mean I was already doing that on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but what's Tuesday and Thursdays as well? So now do you have to like are you isolating in the in the basement? Yeah, until I get uh, my test results. Now, does Haley now have to isolate as well? Is she going into work? Is she gonna She's going into work. She said, Yeah. Uh, well, so here's the thing. I, uh, only had symptoms for the first time last night. Um, I had chills, a little bit of nausea. Um, and, uh, it's not polite to talk about this, but you know, I had a little bit of the Hershey squirts. Uh, (laughs) and so, um, you know, uh, it happens. It does. It happens to the best of us. Right. Everybody poops. So it's either that my body rejected Haley's grandma's lasagna or I have the COVID. Now, but I don't have a there? temperature. I don't have a cough. I'm not sneezing all over. I don't have a runny nose. Now, what was in the lasagna? Because I think that can really make a difference. I've gotten sick. I've had some really bad, nasty, just deep um, poops um, from lasagna. So was it like a ricotta or, or cottage cheese? Don't know. I don't know. I don't mm. want to ask for the recipe because I don't want to have to ask, tell why I need it. Oh, yeah. That, may, that makes sense. I make a mean lasagna. Can you get Alyssa in here to fact check that? Oh, she uh, is currently uh, busy right now uh, in an undisclosed location. Uh, but I would pretty much say that she would back me up on this one. I don't need a fact checker. Okay, I okay. am the fucking lizard king. <laughs> uh, I see you like the TikTok I sent you. Oh man, um, Alyssa sent me one too. Uh, based on that, which is uh, same kind of audio. Uh, it's good. I actually just um, shared one with you, uh, which is pretty relevant to kind of what we're talking about (laughs) my covid situation yeah uh not to make light you know of you potentially having some kind of positive uh result in a pandemic that hasn't happened since you know 1918 of the spanish flu uh but you know here we are so as you can see i'm back to the original the original microphone yep I'm trying to play around with the audio setup down here because I haven't mm-hmm. soundproof treated the basement yet. Sure. So my plan is to hang a couple of acoustic blankets Ooh. around the air conditioner so that I don't have to mess around with shutting off the air every time we record. Oh, shit. I didn't realize you had to do that. Well, me either. I've never had central air before. This is a miracle. <laughs> so... Anyhow, as we're talking about blankets, T's and P's to the Spider-Man blanket. Oh, T's and P's to the Spider-Man blanket. 
Do you want to uh, provide some context for the Spider-Man blanket to the listeners? I mean, we don't. It's not that deep. It's really. I had a Spider-Man blanket for probably about mm, a casual eight to ten years, all through undergraduate degree, uh, masters, until I moved into a house. And finally, after the dread of 2020, I think it was time to get rid of another thing that brought joy. No, I'm just joking. It it needed to go, uh, and so. I have a pretty uh, nice new uh, comforter blanket from oh, Target. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like on the one side, like t-shirt material. And on the other side, it looks like um, Jenna Marbles is uh, leisure suit. Ooh, okay. It's really soft. So big upgrade. It's pretty nice. Got some new sheets as well. Um, some microfiber sheets from Target. Um, you know, just dropping that honey, uh, that sweet, sweet honey to get something. Because, uh, you know, we're just out here in this higher ed life trying to make that higher ed money. And what he means to say is that we're not making higher ed money and we need to have side hustles on side hustles yeah, to, I think to make that money. <laughs> Yeah, I think one day we're going to make it big. And I think I was thinking about that today, too, of just, you know, putting it out into the into the universe of there's going to be an orientation where we sit in front of a crowd of like 400 students. We're just like, hey, what's up, everybody? Just ripping liquid death. It looks like we're drinking. Um, <clears throat> and it's going to be dope. Yeah. I've been yeah. honestly thinking, you know, there was someone today who put up, posted on Student Affairs Professionals that was like, I need a clean com- comedian who has done Jesuit schools before. And I was like, I mean, I guess I can come up with something <laughs> clean. Now, I'd drop a curse word in the first 10 minutes. Oh, I would too. Hey, hang on just a second. Well, folks, uh, if you're sitting at home or if Jake's listening to this record, uh, we just hope that you're doing well during this time. Um, it can be very easy to not be. And so if you're needing anything, uh, please do let us know. We would be happy to bring you on the show, talk about whatever you want. Um, trying to do content on top of working is a difficult thing, but we're here. Uh, and we want to keep providing content that you'll enjoy. Currently, Jake is trying to fix some kind of... Uh... I'm sorry, I didn't hear a word you said if because I had my headphones on. Oh, yeah, you'll find. You'll, you'll figure it out in the editing. Okay. I always like the sweet audio surprises you leave me. Yeah, I, I give you a cue. Oh, okay. Uh, does, does this help my audio at all? Yeah, it does. Uh, better one, better two, two. Okay. This is, uh, this is what we're doing. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay. Well, hopefully you didn't want to see my face while we're recording. Oh, I just like looking at your beard. It's fine. (laughs) It's really just the shitty side of my beard. You can grow a full beard. What do you mean? That's not shitty. Trimmed too low. I mean, I look like I have the... Look like I have the Nike swoop on my a swoop. A swoop. Oh. 
So uh, what's new and exciting in your world? I mean, I mean, aside getting, you know, tested for COVID. Uh, so we're officially moved in. Hey. The reason we didn't record on our usual Sundays because my dad was down here helping me try to figure out my dishwasher. Uh, we found out it sprung a leak. We had another few projects, but, you know, as they say, uh, plan for a project and nothing's going your way. Who says that? Most homeowners when they tackle a new project. Amen. So, anyhow. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're starting to get settled in. Um, once we finish recording, I'll take the computer up to the dining room so that you can see what we've got going on in there. Ooh. We uh, cleaned the carpets um, yesterday. And uh, now we can finally start moving stuff in there. Uh, we had to move the dining room, like stuff into the dining room so that we could clear the back half of the living room. Mm -hmm. So now we have like uh, vanity and a couple of other smaller things that's going to go on shelves um, along the back wall of the living room. Um, and so, but that's hidden in the second bedroom. So we had to clear the living room so that we could clear the second bedroom. It's like, a game of Tetris. Yeah, it sounds like it would be something uh, that would require a lot of patience. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you know me, I have none. So. Yeah. Uh, I think carpet cleaning is probably one of my, my favorite. I mean, we don't really have carpet to do carpet cleaning, but it just reminds me of when Nick uh, did the carpets in ZBT. Oh, boy. Uh, whew. that was one thing that when I worked on staff at Monmouth and they always asked, what do you want for the fraternity complex? I said, for someone to go and clean those carpets because that shit is just nasty. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Think of all the uh, liquor that's been spilled on those floors. Oh my gosh. Liquor. Walking around barefoot. Puke. Yeah. Barefoot. Urine if couple, you're eloquent. Couple poo-poos. Depends on which house. But yeah, I mean, a bitch is tired. Yeah, what's been going on in your world? Oh, you can edit that part out, but... Uh, <laughs> a boy is tired. Now, every day I get done with work and I go, my watch has ended. Um, <laughs> because I um, have just been really tired. Uh, each day having like seven to nine appointments with students uh sometimes back to back to back to back we're going back to back, to back. it's just draining uh, oh yeah especially when you're used to that good uh working from home life oh yeah i mean that's like i can if i'm working from home i can walk around do a little bit um it's to the point now where like pretty much if i'm having appointments all day like i have to get coffee and like i have to get out of my uh my office and walk to a coffee shop because it just like wakes me up because i'm just sitting in my office and can't leave or you know walk around there because you have to have a mask on which is completely understandable and necessary it's just um i can't just like go and jay chill in somebody's office like right. it's we're just we're just not at that point yet right 
And you know what? That time cannot come soon enough. Yeah. So are you still in the library? I am. I am indeed. Okay. Why do you ask? I'm just curious. I can't remember if you moved or, or what, you know, what it looks like for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been something else truly. Yeah. You've moved a few times now. Yeah. So, you know, um, we're still, still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll move into the Quinby house one day. (laughs) And for all those at home who don't know what the Quinby house is, the president's house. Seeing everything that college and university presidents have had to go through in the last, I don't know, maybe six months. Yeah. Um, has basically affirmed my decision that I would never seek to be a college or university president. The, <sighs> the Dean of student life, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, uh, I don't know to be uh, tied and responsible for mm, an entire institution. I'd take a whole division and, and student life, but yeah. for every aspect of a college's operation, no thank you. Yeah, because you just, you really can't win. You can try and, I mean, you can definitely have people win. You can win people over, but yeah. there's, you're bound to have nobody. You're not, you won't appease everybody. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, I think um, we've somehow stumbled onto a topic for the yeah, evening. <laughs> I think we have. I was just thinking that myself. Yeah. You know, I um, at this point, my aspiration is getting past an entry-level position uh, and into a position that is responsible for some level of decision-making. Yeah. Um, because... Uh, I have no doubt that I could do a job. You know what I mean? Like you've been doing uh, it. Yeah. Like a higher ed job. Like I, I could, I could do it. Um, but give me something with, you know, positional power or authority to actively make change, not try to persuade someone else to make change. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I'm curious just to see what, it'll look like in 10 years. Oh, I need to write that down. I have a really great joke or a great bit to um, have us talk about um, in like, once we get through this part. Okay. Um, Okay, I just made my note. Um, I can't, I'm curious what it will be like when people like us finally get into roles of power. Um, and maybe not just like us. Um, I mean, just like our generation of, of people that like thinking about the people that post on like social uh, student affairs professionals, like wanting to create change, like what will higher ed look like in 10 to 15 years? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, we're still, We've started to see, and we're still seeing kind of a generational shift yeah. um, across leadership, across like 
in leadership across the board, but um, you know, at some colleges and universities, we're seeing the um, kind of the uh, devaluing of a student life, like a senior student off uh, a senior student affairs officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, we see some uh, colleges and universities that um, do away with. Uh, a chief student affairs officer and have two AVPs um, or have a student life division start reporting under like an academic dean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just, um, I think it's crazy to see kind of what that looks like. And yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see, I guess, how that evolves. Um, and if in a couple mm-hmm. years down the road, the colleges and universities that make that switch go back and say, whoopsies. Yeah. Cause I feel like in a system where like the chief student affairs officer or someone like reporting to academics, I don't think that works. And I think about it too, like specifically with like internships, um, like in particular, because I know that's been a big shift lately um but to me it it feels more like when some things are just solely academic it feels a lot more like management than actually like helping develop the student like especially when it comes to like academic advising like i think at times it's just like well these are your courses um this is what you're taking do you have any questions like you can talk about the curriculum but at one point does an 18 year old really, unless they're high achieving, like your general student, like care about curriculum? Like, Yeah. And you know, there's no question that the primary function of a institution for higher education is to educate. Right. Um, but I think that um, from what we see in the Chronicle or in other kind of just areas of life, um, you know, as higher ed folks, um, people uh, have a hard time seeing the value of student affairs folks because the work that we do is so like in the background, like the most critical function that student affairs serves is never talked about because it has everything to do with student confidentiality. you know, uh, enrollment management folks do great work to get students in seats, mm-hmm. uh, get students in beds, um, and keep them there. Alumni uh, engagement folks do great work uh, for the financial stewardship of the institution. Um, you know, our faculty uh, do great work in terms of delivering a quality academic experience. Uh, but student life folks, you know, there are sometimes more than sometimes uh, people in student affairs who keep students alive. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Uh, and uh, I'll never forget the emergency calls I've had to handle Mm -hmm. that like I considered (laughs) getting therapy after dealing with, you Mm -hmm. know? Uh, And so, um, yeah. And um, 
instances in which those experiences are devalued by other people who haven't lived them themselves mm. um, is super frustrating and is what makes me so focused on, uh, you know, the power dynamic and how, how do we make change around that kind of culture? To retract or clarify, I think curriculum is important because I think that does keep students at the institution. Um, because you think about some students who come to like a small school like Monmouth and then they're getting ready to graduate or even looking forward and they go, am I marketable as a student who went to a small private liberal arts or do I go to a big institution with a big name and have more brand recognition? And I think, you know, from our experiences of being in the comm department, um, that was a huge part of our experience of just the faculty. And so I guess really what I meant by that was that curriculum may not be at the forefront of an incoming student's mind, but it definitely provides so much more value once they get into a program of study. Yeah. Once they find their spot. Right. I think through just the advising process, if it isn't like, I think about like being at a small school where your advisor is also your professor for a majority of your classes versus a large school um, where your advisor is just kind of the person that processes like all the information. Like it's just such a disconnect. So I, I guess it's not to say the curriculum doesn't matter, but just I guess the student experience between who their advisor is. Yeah. The connections they build, the relationships they have. Yeah. Yeah. That was the point I was trying to make. But as you talk about power and what that looks like, I think, I don't think I would want to be a president because like we've mentioned, I cannot imagine trying to think of like, all right, well, we've got to cut 15 positions who do we cut like that's some real game of thrones stuff um but leading a division now now part of me toyed of like you know i I always said you know what if i led the academic affairs side you you led the student affairs side but i don't want to work with faculty (laughs) why not they're fun to work with oh some of them are (laughs) but some of them uh I just, well, let me take a sip. Some of them, um, I just think, are a bit too smart. Mm. No comment. And I say just too smart because they are so fucking smart. But when it comes down to, like, smaller tasks or, like, like things that are a bit simpler or like shouldn't require too much to thought, it becomes overcomplicated because it's not a complex problem because they're so fucking smart. Right. Yeah. It's just they're so damn intelligent that a simple problem, like I remember hearing a professor saying like, I've got to talk to a student about a bad grade and I have no idea how to proceed. And I was just like, 
but you're like a physics professor like you're so wicked smart like but then again it's just different skills different strengths different um things like probably a, a, a genius um i'm not uh and so i can at least have conversations with people yeah um so just you know people have different strengths different skill sets um a long way of saying it's going to be interesting um in the future if we were to have leadership roles um so one quick uh clarification from that um uh leadership doesn't come from a role oh yeah so, good point thank you so position of power or position of authority um because uh, we have the potential to practice leadership in current roles, right? Any entry-level person can practice leadership. Yeah. But, um, you know, to change culture and shift things like that, you need not only those entry-level people who want to make a difference, but you need a culture that supports... um, Change. Shifting the narrative, yeah, and, yeah. and change. Um, and I so, like shifting the narrative. It's a little bit more edgy. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a smart kind of edgy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're going to shift it. That should be the new student affairs. We're going to shift the narrative. <laughs> That's the tchotchke. Is, that is the tchotchke. Yeah. yeah. But uh, for real, though, you know, it's uh, what... Um, uh, you know, to answer the question of what happens when a younger generation takes the reins and, you know, it's about uh, recognizing the interdependence we have uh, to run a successful institution of higher ed. How does higher ed have to change in the future? Uh, not centering all of the power and credibility of the organization on one set of people uh, because yeah. it takes the entire institution, every employee, whether they be faculty or staff or even the students, um, you know, it takes all of them to to make the community. And rather than just using that as a bit for, um, you know, policy changes around uh, global pandemics, it's yeah. about speaking it into reality. And, and what does it really look like if we operated as the community we state we are to be? Hmm. Keep, keep going. I've been taking people to church all day, so. uh, Yeah, you just took me. um, Because, you know, it's something that I think about, and you talk about um, looking at the organization as a whole. I won't feed the beast, but I'm going to feed the beast. Um, uh, I was on Twitter, and I saw somebody complaining about parking. And typically, you know, I'm just like, you know, it's parking like there's 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 like 900 of you there like you know add another 500 uh when you have to lug all of your groceries from 11th street right to to cleland hall back in my day before when cleland was still alive i walked down euclid hill and right back up again and i didn't damn give up i didn't i didn't complain about overselling lots and guess what Parking's still been $100 every semester since uh, fucking 2011. Nine years there hasn't been an our parking increase. God, that's disgusting. Nine years. Nine years. 
next fall is our 10 year. <laughs> Since we became freshmen. Right. But on that tangent, someone was talking about how they got a call from campus safety about threatening to boot at 5 a.m. I don't know who needs to hear this or if I just need to send this bit or this clip. Can we stop with the fucking booting of students like during a global pandemic? Like you talk about a student experience, like who, when the fuck was booting needed in Monmouth, Illinois? That just creates so much more of a hassle for the student. And you know, I'm not here to say, oh, let's make every student process easy. I get it. There has to be rules and challenges in life. That's life. That's life. That's life. But like, why the fuck do we need a boot? Like, oh, someone's going to park in Powers Hall? Like, cool. Apparently, they oversold. Is that factual? I don't know. You should know your student affairs. No comment on that one either. <laughs> right. But I think it's just, like, you think about retention. You think about the brand image of an institution. And you talk about it being every single person's role. I am running for Scott's Student Senate, formerly ASMC, and I am my first rule. Not first rule. I, I'm, not, I'm not a ruler. Huh? I'm a leader. Your first, your first decree? My first decree is to get rid of booting. No more booties. Yeah, breaking news, Jake McLean has just received a text that seems to be very important and shocking. Uh, one of my Stockdale fellows just invited me to his junior recital uh, for uh, Mr. Nick He's, Thomas. Oh my gosh. Big, hey, big shout out to Nick Thomas. Um, the good brother has supported Maxim KO35, has almost liked every single uh, video game clip, and has sent me a few DMs. So, Nick, if I ever make merch, um, you'll be getting a free t shirt or koozie or something. Um, so uh, a big fan of the pod, or rather, uh, the podcast is a big fan of Nick Thomas. Yep. Uh, I don't know a single person who's not a big fan of Nick Thomas. So I don't either. Um, and guess what? If you do, you need to get booted. Yeah. <laughs> Only you. Only you. Canceled for everybody else. Uh, but everybody's to you. canceled if you don't like Nick Thomas. Right. Um, now. Speaking of um, a bit, um, trying to shift things and talking about, it kind of all fits together. So imagine you're Dean of Students. Okay, put this in your mind. You're, dean of Students. Okay. Um, it's 2038. The pandemic is over and all of these babies are now entering high school. Ah, uh, yes. You walk out for orientation. Do you just open with, well, I know what all of you were doing during the pandemic. No. No. Okay. 2038. Get it? Oh, okay. I, I get it. Took me a minute, but I got there. Kenzie cut that. Kenzie doesn't work for me anymore. She's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, we can cut all that. Big ups. Um, another big two supporters of, of K. Arlt. Uh, Kenzie Arlt on Twitter. Um, Kenny, uh, if you will. Kenny, if you will. Uh, if you will. Big fans of the work that she is doing. Um, 
a, a bit incredible to think of working for a football club during your senior year and taking classes online. Indeed. Is it the full year or is it just the fall? I want to say it's just the fall, but I honestly couldn't tell you either way. Well, maybe we need to get Kenny on the pod. Yeah, I'm sure she would love that. I really thought you were going to fall for the 2038 bit a little bit harder. No, you know, um, only because here's why. Are you ready? Um, I don't want people to think I'm that weird. Uh, yeah. Because my, my opening line to a new group of students would be, I know what your parents were doing during the pandemic. Oh, Boom! Or walking out for the parent session and going, well, isn't it nice to just sit in an auditorium without a mask on? But a mom! <laughs> They're like, don't ever bring up 2020 and masks ever again, you sick son of a bitch. Right. But no, um, I... Uh, uh, I will lead as I have been led, uh, and I will just, if they're within, uh, you know, uh, 20 feet of me, I will say hello. I Amen. will wear my name tag, and yeah. I will be like, man, how the hell are you? Thanks for being here. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah, I was wearing my name tag today and thought of um, the good old Dean. The good Dean. The good Dean. The good Dean. I thought of, of the Dean. Um, the gunslinger. Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was a good memory. Yeah, yeah, we've had uh, you know, um, I think uh, this uh, despite a global pandemic, yeah, uh, it's been a challenging year in that over the last year. Uh, I have had to say adios to a number of friends, yeah. a number of mentors uh, that made work feel less like work and more like home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a couple of uh, swing and miss uh, opportunities at bat for me um, have, have left me in a uh, hole of despair that it has been very hard to climb out of. Uh, and uh, it was really just today where I decided that, uh, you know, I got to get out of that mindset. Uh, that's, that's not an easy thing to do. No, indeed it is not. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it really comes back to it takes everybody for an organization to run effectively. Uh, I know Max and I talk about higher ed quite a bit. So if you're listening to the show uh, from wherever you're listening to the show, uh, you know, the same advice applies to any organization. <clears throat> it takes every person there to make a run. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's, there's power in the people. So the line, everybody is replaceable. Well, yes, Positions are replaceable. Um, Aren't. People are not. So, yeah. Uh, if that ain't the realest thing I've heard, I mean, I think you can always restructure. Um, you can always get new people, but it's, it's never the same. Uh, yeah. And I think you think about just, I mean, I think about my own time, maybe I won't say uh, for other folks, but like 
I think about my time at Monmouth and reflecting on things that I put energy into and what I could have done. Um, and sometimes, you know, the decisions were probably the best that I didn't pursue things. Yeah. Um, and others, it was like, man, you know, I just wish I would have been able to do X or I spent a lot of time focusing on this and it's, it's really easy to get wrapped up in coulda, woulda, shoulda. And, um, I think, yeah, for anyone that's listening that you can always make a change and it is interesting just to reflect on how much life can be different, uh, year in and year out. Amen. Because, um, the last three years for me have been wild. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, full of, uh, full of blessings, even though there's been a number of, uh, not so great things. Yeah. And I think, I mean, even talking about like last week to bolt, to, to bring it back in of like timeline and things like you mentioned at the, at the top of the hour of, uh, being in, in a, uh, an entry level job, but, I think it will make you appreciate being in a director role, a position of being able to make change or, um, you know, decision-making process so much more once you're there. Oh yeah. Amen. Uh, it's just the shits to get there. Mm. Indeed. Uh, and, uh, you know, my mom uh, hit me with some good life advice, and I'll share it with all of you today. Um, you know, I was overwhelmed uh, thinking, uh, you know, the what ifs, uh, if I get a positive result back from my test. Yeah. Uh, my mom said, because uh, I was frustrated that I have to isolate at home and can't be in the office where like literally all of my shit is. Yeah. And she said, you know, um, it's because God doesn't want you there. Mm. Uh, uh, like at first she said, it's all part of God's plan. And I'm like, mm. it's part of God's plan that I get COVID. What? There is no God. Or do uh, you just hear that? It's God's plan. It's God's plan. So, uh, but then, you know, she hit me with that, you know, uh, if you, uh, you know, Prescribe. yeah, he, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't want you there right now. So you got, you got stuff to do somewhere else. And so you just gotta, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, regardless if one's spiritual or not, I think there are definitely things that happen for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and you being at home and just being able to work from home, like in a time where like, I think two years ago, we'd be like, there's no way that we would ever be able to work from home. Right. Uh, and it is pretty fucking dope to be able to work from home. Indeed. Um, and so, I mean, I think, you know, depending on what your appointments look like for, I mean, I don't know, I don't even know what like a typical week looks like right now for you, but yeah, being at a, being at home, you can, you know, schmooze a little bit, uh, drink, you know, some coffee, work on the house, play a few video juegos during lunch break, only during the lunch break, Marnie, if you're listening, don't worry, don't worry. 
Um, it's not like he's got a whole setup where he just like has his laptop and checks for emails and then has like Grand Theft Auto like right next to him. Marnie, it's fine. Like it's okay. I can vouch for him. I only know if he's online or not because I'll get notifications. But um, it's all good. It's all good. Right. But you know, I got that switch hooked up to the auto on when I hit the home button. So oh yeah, my whole setup clicks on as soon as I hit that home button. <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you think we got it? I don't know. Maybe just like any, um, any. I mean, we have four months left of twenty twenty. Indeed, um, we do. <laughs> an election coming up. Oh God indeed um is there anything that you are going to try and accomplish or have thought about um wanting to do before this year is done yeah i um i think it's maybe too dramatic to say that i have lost uh, a little bit of myself um these last couple of months uh but uh, that's kind of how it feels right now yeah and um I was reminded about um, my journey, my path to where I am right now. And, um, you know, really the goal is just to get back in touch with who that person is. Um, And, uh, you know, the whole, who am I? Uh, What am I doing here? Um, uh, And what do I want people to say about me after the job's done? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, uh, I might treat the uh, workplace I call my employer uh, as if it is also my home because it kind of is. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a job. Oh. Uh, and uh, what do I want the people who are the benefactors or the beneficiaries of my work um, to say about the work, about me? What do I want the people who are doing the work with me to say about me? And what do I want to be able to say? Yeah. Um, and right now I don't know. And so goal for the rest of 2020 professionally is to figure what that is, uh, you know, figure out what that is personally. Um, I have never been uh, happier uh, to be home, Yeah. Uh, to be with my wife, to be with my dog. Uh, we have a kick ass house. That's awesome. Uh, and, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, in a more normal, normal time to be host to hosting people over and doing my Jake McLean thing, uh, you know, on the personal side of things. So, um, you know, uh, there are valleys and peaks and, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just going to ride out the rest of 2020 doing what I can to live my best life. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think you really hit on the head of just, you have kind of, I mean, I, I can say for me too, if just like some days I'm like, you know, I think um, something that Doug, uh, director Doug has said is like, you know, and I really enjoy it. He said like, there are no martyr points. Mm. You don't Damn. get you don't you don't get martyr points if you decide to volunteer for something outside of your working hours. Um, you do you do tough work um, 
that it requires your attention from eight to five. And when you're done with a work week, you are exhausted. Um, and so if you do something outside of your working hours, you'll either get compensated for it or be able to flex your time. Um, and I'm not looking for martyrs. I'm looking for good people. And that has kind of blown my mind and been so awesome because it was like, like, man, like coming from the top to just be like, if you just do your job and do it good, that's awesome. And if you do other things and get involved with like campus events, you're going like away, like above and beyond. Uh, but I don't need martyrs because I need you all to be like good physically, mentally, just all over well-being. Uh, that's that's the tchotchke. That is the tchotchke. I don't need martyr points. And then I also had um, one of my supervisors go, tell me a little bit more about that. Yes. And I said, okay, throw a little humble inquiry at me. I'll, 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 I'll bite. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know if I said, said it last week, um, but one tchotchke that I really do want to get, actually I have two. One is in this house we say ope because I feel like that would just make a huge killing. Uh, number two is for work-wise, um, plant the seeds. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about that. Oh, I love that. Um, I think so much with like academic coaching and just sometimes even probably you can resonate to this too of uh, developing, uh, you know, students and trying to educate them regarding leadership and skills that they may um, learn or practice that you don't just see it right overnight. Yeah. And so um, there may be students that you work with that you never see the flower bloom, um, but you've at least planted the seeds for them to at least grow in some kind of way. And so I think that's just like a daily reminder of like, you know, I may have met with 110 students in 10 days. Um, and I might not see any of these students again, but at least if I planted something to at least know that they have one person to contact if they need anything or even a resource on campus that I might not know if they use, that's at least like some kind of, you know, fulfillment or I can, I can leave each day saying, you know, I, I, I tried my best and if they use it great. And if they don't, I planted the seed. Sometimes right. it won't grow. Mm. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. It's something I've been thinking about for a while. And as I think through kind of the next few months, just really trying to take care of myself mentally, <laughs> mentally 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 i choose you um mentally and physically um i took the um strengths finder uh and one of the questions was um like far left far right um strongly agree on both sides and it said i miss my friends and i fucking slap that down it's like Whoo-bam! It's like, man, I miss uh, the people I'm close to, but I know that eventually we'll get through it. Um, yeah, professionally, thinking about applying for a PhD. Um, 
because, you know, uh, being at a big institution, uh, tuition reimbursement's a real thing. And so uh, maybe fall 2021, the road to Dr. Seisser begins. Yeah, uh, so I have thought about a uh, Jake McLean outside of higher ed. So I'm thinking DBA. Doctorate of Business Administration. See what happens. I don't know. Doctorate of Organizational Leadership. I've also thought about a dole. <laughs> I think a dole would be, I think, I think that would be applicable. Yeah. See, right now I'm looking at uh, higher ed policy. Yeah, I think, I mean, policy-wise, like, you're going to have policies, like, regardless of where you, like, what function you work in. Right. So, like, I think it's, there can be an argument for anything. Yeah. Like, a leadership role, like, I've got to be versed in policies. Yeah. Well. I want, I want in, uh, I want either inclusive inclusive leadership or inclusive practices or crisis management. Ooh, crisis management would be really good. Yeah. See, there's also education or leadership and learning, which is an interesting doctorate. Um, Cause it looks at like course design, course design and curriculum, which honestly makes a lot of sense, especially if you're at like at a small school being able to talk course curriculum with faculty members. Right. Instant credibility. Oh yeah. And I think just, if it's like a, you can talk to talk. Yeah. And that was reflective hour with Jake and Max. <laughs> right. Well, I heard Athena enter the chat. So that means it's time to go. It is time to go. Athena's she's going wild. And I think Alyssa just made, um, I went to the store tonight and um, we were talking about like, man, it'd be kind of just nice to have like just a sweet dessert. And I walked past the cookie section and we've been typically just getting the break apart, you know, 12 big cookies. Uh But I looked tonight and I saw chocolate chunk and caramel sea salt cookies. And I said for 269, yep, you're mine. Uh, Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, Remind me that I have to FaceTime you in two seconds so I can show you the dining room. But for now, listeners, thanks so much for tuning in to this week of the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Exclusively on Apple Podcasts. Well, not exclusively, but... Not yet. We're close. Uh, If Apple can take away Fortnite, um, (laughs) they can take away us as well. Right. Uh, but they won't or maybe spotify will one day they'll take us away from apple podcast yeah hey you know i don't even need the nine million they gave joe rogan just give me just give me a cool 500 g's and we'll be fine right um i won't say the the p word podcast um on this but um it's audio streaming but that was an attempt to do a ben shapiro uh (laughs) about the, the the p word um, but yeah, I don't listen to Ben Shapiro because he's an idiot. Either. He is an idiot. We'll cut that. So we'll cut that. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, brother. I'll uh, talk to you here in just a little bit. Hey, uh, thank you all for listening. If you're still listening, uh, holy hell, great to have you. Um, uh, we are planning a live excursion, potentially the weekend of the 18th, a live podcast streaming um, if Jake makes the trek to Knoxville. Listen, if you tell me that you want me there, I'm there. So, Well, you're here to, you, you heard it here first um we'll get t-shirts making merch for our upcoming show come on down oh my gosh we could play fall guys stream on twitch listen i'm down i'll bring okay. the whole podcast kit and uh remake <laughs> Alyssa, we're, t- we're we're changing the living room <laughs> it's just an entire studio yeah all right, all right well again. until next time listeners take care uh, Be safe, be well, what the hell, have a drink. (laughs) All right, well, I'll figure out what to do with that. I don't know either. All right.